Welcome to track number 15 of Australia 1000 Camp.
then we have to know what we what is not what. Mm. Now, Lighthouse Chapel International is not your ministry. Rich, yeah. rich. Pastor Chris, it is not your ministry. It is not his yes. ministry at all. You understand? <laughs> because you are not the one who gave birth to the ministry. It's like a child. These babies at the back there, they are babies. But they are not my baby. There's a baby in the church. And in a sense it's my baby, but it's not also my baby. So, you must remember what you are not. Okay? And so, in the, with the presence of many pastors, you must always know as a pastor, I'm a pastor, I'm a preacher, but I'm not something. What do you think? Is it exciting? So, yes. You are not the apostle that God is using or has used to build the church. You are not. And you must know that you are not. And when you know that you are not, it will help you not to be deceived. But you are not. Because when you venture into something that you are not. So none of the churches is for any of you. It's, it's, not, it's not for you. Even if you are the one who has been sent to Brisbane or Perth or Blacktown, Blackburn, Ashtown, what are the towns you have here? Blackstown, the church is not for you. No, uh, you, you are not the apostle of the church. No. See, that's why John was great. There was nobody greater than him, but he was not that light. Wow. Wow. He was not. He was not. And he knew it. And he said it. I am not the light. I came to bear witness of the light. Listen, that is why John was praised as being so great. The greatness of a person is directly proportional to the knowledge of what he is not, wow. that he has. Yeah. You are preaching, Bishop. Mm. I know that what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it again. Say it again. The greatness of a person is directly proportional to his knowledge of what he is not. Yeah. Wow. I will explain. Jesus Christ was very great. And that's why he knew that he was not the father. And the father sent him. He was the son. And he called himself the son of man. So he knew that he was not. The greatness of a person, the wisdom, the stability of a person is directly related to his consciousness. That I am a custodian of something. When Paul was giving visions, he was very conscious of the fact that he was given visions at times, and at times he had no visions. So he would explain and say, this, I got it from the Lord. This one, I'm just sharing my own ideas. That's what made Paul great. That's why he could be entrusted. Because when he had not had a revelation, he would say, I've not had any visions. When they asked him about marriage, so I've not had any 
He said he had visions from this, of Jesus Christ from 1950 to 1958. And after that, he had no more visions of Jesus. But if it was you, every day you'll be seeing Jesus. You'll come. So, yeah, Jesus came yesterday evening. He came yesterday. You would have sighted him 1,000 times. You would have added some imaginations to the visions. You would have added things. You would have said things that didn't happen. You would have embellished it. Because people will come to you and say, Have you seen him again? What did he say? And so, yeah, he told me something yesterday. But I'll tell you next week. He says I shouldn't say it now. And you go and think about it. In the Philippines, there is a man who has made himself Jesus Christ. Yes, he has a huge church with thousands of the whole of the Philippines. You know, I just heard about him this year. And he, he's, he's the, he claims he's the son of God. And people are following him with all kinds of things. And he's not married. He doesn't marry. He's whatever. It's like he's the son of God and so on. You see, now that is, you see, you can see how bad it is when somebody does not know what he is not. Yeah. How many realize it's a terrible thing when somebody, you meet someone who doesn't know what he is not. You may be a good preacher, but you are not the son of God. You may be great, but you are not the son of God. In this, you must always remember what you are not. That's why I said, just now, know what? Now going to wee-wee. And see that you are what? You are the son of God. Now this son of God in the Philippines, I hear recently he had a heart attack. And he was taken to go and do open heart surgery. But it's all secret. Yeah, you see, now the son of God. You are also having an open heart surgery. And the son of God. And you are women like all of us. We are going to die. He doesn't marry. He's every got thousands of followers and so on and so forth. And you say you are God. You see, you are not God. And it is a very important thing for you, when you see somebody who manifests this at a certain level, it's pathetic. And the same thing happens with the churches. This church is not your church. Even though you've been made a pastor, you yourself know that it's a wonder that you've been made a pastor. Yeah. So, so, so don't try to don't try to make something out of something that is not the case. Don't, don't, don't prevent the people from knowing the bishop of the church or the founder of the church. Don't prevent. Don't let them even by your life and your example. Don't let them be cut off from the actual light and source of this particular ministry, because every ministry. You see, it's like a tree with branches. Don't let the people be cut off from the roots by your attitude. You have some pastors, they wouldn't come for homecoming, they wouldn't associate with the church, they wouldn't listen to the makada, they wouldn't go on the internet, they would not do anything to connect. And they cut off a whole section. And that place is dying. One day, I had a certain church. One of the, our last churches in the city. And I realized I don't know anybody in that church because of the pastor who is there. How he was, he doesn't come. He will not come to Tuesday service. He will not come for meetings. 
we know we're having a camp. He's always busy. He's doing something. And everybody that was cast was like a different group of people. So one day I decided to behead the church. I beheaded the church and removed the pastor from there. I removed the, the pastor. And when I brought another pastor, now the church is coming alive. I, the pastor, he communicates with me. The whole church is alive. We, the, the church is not disconnected from its own father. Look, you cannot disconnect people from what they belong to. A certain lady. She had a certain husband. And she gave birth to about two or three children. And this woman is a wild lady. She got angry. You know, there are some women, they are like tigers. Hey! She... In the end, she drove out her husband, or the husband went. I don't know what happened. I don't, I don't know anything about that. But then, she grew up her daughters. And as her daughters grew up, she told her daughters, Your father was a terrible man. He's a bad man. He's an evil man. He's a wicked man. He's, he's Satan. And she changed her children's names to her name. So like if the child's name was Lily um, Koroma, she said, you are not Koroma, you are Karami. So she changed the name to Lily Karami. You, you don't have a father. And you see, some older, experienced people have tried to advise. They said, look, this girl will grow up and will ask, who is my daddy? Who is my father? You may try to say your father was this, your father is this, your father is this. She will grow up. And she grew up. And when she grew up, she said, what? Who is my father? She said, you don't have, your mother, you don't have a father. You are Karami. And she said, no. And she went and did her own investigation. And she found that she was Koroma. I mean, I'm just using as an example. Oh, Kazaki. <laughs> no, Toyota. Kawasaki. <laughs> and she found out. And she went to look for her father. And her mother became a victim with the father. The mother. Cha, 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 cha. In the end, she damned her mother. Cursed her mother. Moved away from her mother. And fought about all the children left the mother. Because... They also wanted to know whom their father was. You see, I want you to know something. You cannot disconnect people from the true fathers, mothers, and owners of the thing. And that's why John said, he said he was not that light. Even though he was a great person, he was not that light. And you have some pastors who want to feel that I am that light. Just listen to me. We, we can't tell us we don't need it. That's why they try to turn it into an absurdio reduction and say, we are not allowed to pray to the Holy Spirit to tell us what to preach. When I came to preach this morning, what was the first thing that I talked about? Was it not the Holy Spirit? Did I not explain? Did you even know that? That it is where there are river people come there. You didn't know that? You didn't even know that? You say, you just heard it this morning. I'm explaining to you what the Holy Spirit does. 
And with that, if you have a pastor here who doesn't have the Holy Spirit, nothing is going to work. He can read book and throw the book at you, dash you money, whatever. Nothing is going to work. It takes a river for people to come and settle in that place. And you say that. I say, you cannot pray to the Holy Spirit. Your mouth like what? A frog. Idiote. Idiote is an Italian idiot. Idiote. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Yeah. So you must know. Just like me, I'm preaching. I am not the light. Jesus is the light. I am just a man. Look, I know I know I'm a man and you see, one day I was, I was going to uh, Tamale. I'm going to show you a film on Tamale soon. I was going there many years ago. I, I was going there many years ago and I had a terrible accident. At my right hand was my pastor, Prophet Kakra, and then three other pastors sitting behind, including my sister. And we had a terrible accident about 12, 13, 14 years ago. And I tell you, I couldn't believe that I was about to die. Because we were somersaulting like that. We were somersaulting to the side. So when, if this was the road, my car was, my car would be like where that house was when it ended. And it was upside, I was not on the wheels. We went over like this. And I almost died. When we went to the manager of the person who was building the road, the manager of the road company, Tasek, the guy was smoking. He said, you're damn lucky, you know. <laughs> you're damn lucky, you know. And I said, why, why are we lucky? He said, you know, every time we have an accident, we take a tipper truck to take the bodies. We don't use ambulance here. We use a tipper truck to take the dead bodies. He said, one person dies on this road every day. Wow. And I was about to be the next person. So when I almost died, you know, when I came back home, I, I, was, I was a bit angry with God. And I said, Lord, I was going to preach. And you were about to kill me. People don't go and preach at this place. I'm going and you are, in addition to that you are, you are about to kill me. You see, but what it taught me was that no matter what I'm doing, I'm, I'm just a man. One day you will have a phone call, you hear Bishop is dead. It's true. Maybe a phone call, maybe you see, I don't know. Or maybe I will have a phone call that you think I will die before. You may die before me. <laughs> Watch out, you never know. You never know who is going to live long. Only God knows. Yeah. Only God, only God can tell who is going to live long. Yeah. Sometimes you go and visit somebody in the hospital. The person is very sick. And you say, oh, oh. And before you realize, you are dead. And he's hearing about He's still on admission. He's heard about you. <laughs> so, but I realized that, look, anytime, there was nothing about me. Just a flash like that, you are finished. It's over. Bye-bye. Get off. Whoever you are. Remember yesterday I told you a story about a lady who had, husband had a brain tumor. You even ask yourself, so since the person is doing such a great job, why should the person die? 
Yes, you can't even explain it. Are you there? So ladies and gentlemen, what I'm trying to explain to you is that I am not God. Neither am I Jesus Christ. Neither are all the things that I say perfect. Neither is my preaching excellent or good. Neither is the church that I'm building the best church. There are so many problems with me and with the church. Can't you see that we are struggling and we are fighting? Yeah. So I, I am I'm conscious of it that I'm not something. So you too, you must be conscious of what you are not. And that's why you must be very happy to take a book that I have written. Because that is the anointing that we have in the house. That is what God has given us. Amen. And take a book and say, what a blessing. What a blessing it is to read it. It is because people are not conscious of this reality. That's why they don't appreciate my book. They only use my book for, to write exams. When we are doing exams, so to this year we are doing transform. Your pastoral ministry. So we are, that's the only time you read it. That is why many, I, I honor invitations to go out. You see them gobbling up the books. Rebecca, come, come, come. Were they gobbling up the books? They were. It was very encouraging. <laughs> what did you see? What happened? You're selling the books. Tell us. Did people come and buy? People came and bought them. They were very interested in all the books that Bishop had and the range, the ministerial, the other books. They were every every type of people. They were from different places. They were pastors, um, leaders in the church, ordinary workers, lay people in the church. Australians, Papua New Guineans, Indians, Africans. There was a range of people. A range? A whole range of chickens. <laughs> were you surprised? Very. Why were you surprised? Uh, hold on, hold on the mic. Hold on the mic. Tell us why you were surprised. They hadn't actually heard of you before, and I was really encouraged about your preaching. They, the comments they were making about Bishop's preaching, and they were just so overwhelmed with the way you preached and what you had written and Why the were fact they overwhelmed with what I preached? What was that my preaching? What was that? They were just so encouraged, a different type of preaching that they hadn't heard before and the way you relate your life stories to the Bible and also the amount of books you've actually written. They were, they were amazed, absolutely amazed. And the age you are. My age? <laughs> Did you tell them my age? You're very young. I'm very young. <laughs> you see now? Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. Yeah. You see? So sometimes I go out of the church to preach because you will not read the book. You just use it for exams. You just look at the... <laughs> Preach. Uh, 
So, what I'm saying is that you must recognize that this is my ministry that the Lord has given to me. These are the churches that God has used me and helped me to give birth to. It's not for you. Don't spoil it. Don't attack it. You are just helping me. And when you get to heaven, when we get to heaven, we, you will have a share of my reward. And I'll also have a share of your reward. But we are trying to, if I was not there, you wouldn't have anything to do. Yeah, my, my presence and my existence has also given you something to do. So don't just blow it up. It's a job. It's like Bill Gates. He's invented this computer. It has made so many people have something to do. Even you in Australia, you should be grateful to Bill Gates because through him, you all have computers that you are working with. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't have anything to do. So you must recognize what it is. And what it is not. It's not, it's not my church in black town. Your what? Did I hear you right? Did I hear you right? Did I, did I hear you right? My church in black town. Did I hear you right? Did I hear you right? of something that he was not. And you do not prevent people from benefiting from what they are supposed to benefit from, from the life that is come. Don't cut them off. Don't cut. I cannot come here, I cannot come here and cut off people from Jesus. I cannot come and cut people off from Jesus Christ. I mean, how can that be possible? That's why everything I do, I, have, I read my, if you read my book, it's a scripture and then some, something small. Scripture and something small. Scripture and something small. That's all. And a window. That's all. <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot come into the world and cut off people from the real God himself. A human being like me. Who wee-wees and poo-poo's every day.
said, Tag is doing wonders. Because this brother, he was basically, he was an errand man in his church before. He was a driver. Driving this man of God come, they send him to go and pick him from the airport, take him, drop up and down, up and down like that. This is it. And I've come and I've made you a, a, a pastor. Now suddenly you want to own the church. When I am trying to have examinations in my church, you are trying to cut the people off from, from me. When I have my books that my, my children who are in the church, whom I put you under, you are preventing them from having a book. And you say you are not allowed to pray to the Holy Spirit to show you what to preach. <laughs> Abba, Abba, Abba. It is too fantastic. It is too fantastic. And you see, that is the that is the only reason why you see that sometimes you see me, I will travel somewhere to preach. It's not even a lighthouse because you see that the lighthouse people they don't even know sometimes what they have. You see, when Paul wrote letters, the people that he wrote letters, sometimes they were annoyed. You, you read Corinthians and you are blessed here. You are far away from Paul. But the people that he actually wrote to, many of them never appreciated what he wrote to them. Yeah. They themselves were annoyed with him. Why are you saying this and that and that? Your words are more stronger than your presence and your presence is not. They wrote and they were fa- It was thousand years. You Africans and other, all of us, every Sunday in the whole world, we read Paul. Look at how powerful it is. That the people actually he wrote to, they didn't know what a great thing they had. So please, I, I thank you for your contribution to my life. You are helping me to have a branch of a church in Accra, in Nigeria, in Johannesburg, in Lusaka, in Nairobi, in Zurich, in Geneva, in Italy, Modena, in whatever. But let me tell you, if you don't know, I will tell you, it is not your ministry. You are not, if the church is not for you, it's something that you are not. You are not the owner or the founder of that church. And I'm telling you, if you don't know, I'm telling you in black and white. And if you try, if you try, you will experience certain ancient proclamations that have been made. It's true. Ancient proclamations and declarations. I can even t- tell you the tapes to listen to. When you hear it, you will be afraid of certain things. It's true. It's true. You see, at a certain point, you have nothing that you can use to fight. So that's why Paul said, let anyone that brings any other gospel other than this gospel, let him be accursed. Because he was left with power. He couldn't travel to that place. He was in prison. So he sent a supernatural, that's something that goes more than Virgin Atlantic Airways. Supersonic to that place. He said, let anyone go and wait there. When the person comes to come and fool around to spoil a church that he has given his life to build, let that person be a curse. Yeah. Are you listening to me? So my friend, I love this scripture. He was not that light. He was not. What are you not? What are you not? Do you understand? What are you not? What are you not? You see, like, no, nobody here is Pastor Peter. 
Pastor Peter is, in a certain sense, the father of this church. Yes. Just like I am, in a certain sense, also the father of this church. Pastor Peter is also the father. There is a role that he has. You have to be careful. You have to be careful. You have to be very, very careful. Yeah. So you must always know what I am not. And when you know what you are not, you take your time. You see, Rehoboam, when he became the pastor, he came and he said, do you remember my father used to beat you with whips? I am adding one scorpion. Every six centimeters, I put one scorpion to the whip. Allay. So when it hits you, then the scorpion will also bite you. Hey! And he, he, should have, he should have known he was not Solomon. He should have known that he was not Solomon. You, you can't talk that way as a young man. You just talk to grown-ups and so on. You can't, you can't. There are people I can shout at, you cannot shout at them. There are people, if you shout at them, you, you, see, you see me shouting at them. If you go and shout at them, they say, you know what, I don't owe you anything. You know, Bishop is my father. I don't know what you, I don't know why you are talking. See you. I'm, I'm off. Bye-bye. Yeah. And there are certain things Pastor Peter can do, Pastor Chris cannot do here. It's true. There are some, some of you, Pastor Peter can put you over his laps and beat you. Yeah. yeah. Can put you over his lap and beat you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. Because see, there is a difference between a father and then a, 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 a caretaker or a, an, a, 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 um, a successor. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Yes. So everybody has his role, and you must know what I'm not. What I'm not. You must not have a mind I'm something that I'm not. You are not God. That's why I pray for people, and they also don't get healed. One day I went for a crusade. Hey, God moved powerfully. God has never moved that way before. Maybe he had moved, but I didn't notice. But that was it. It was the climax of my healing ministry. That was when I saw the dead raised. Now, one of the, every day there was different type of miracle. One of the days was blind. Blind, blind, blind. I was blind. I couldn't see. I can see. I was blind. I was blind. Blind. One day was several blind people calling and coming. And one of the days was the dead. But one of the days was the cripples. Hey! Wheelchairs! I saw the wheelchairs like this lined up on the stage. Plenty! When I saw the wheelchair, I said, Lord, I'm now Benny Hinn. <laughs> I said, no, I'm not Benny Hinn. Then I said, you know, <laughs> then I said, you know something? All cripples in this town are healed. I was so happy. So when the crusade was over, they started leading us to the car. When we got to the car, I had one of the greatest surprises of my life. As we got into the car, we started to go out. The number of cripples that I saw <laughs> that were not healed. Eh? More than 5,000 cripples. When I compared to about seven wheelchairs that were on the stage, more than 5,000, when I say 5,000, I mean that if you come to Jesus Christ, the Kodesh, full only wheelchairs. Oh, you see the tracks, you see the, um, 
where they run 100 meters and so all the lanes were full. All the lanes were full from the, from the grass. They were not allowed to be on the grass. From the, the lanes, all the lanes to the stands. The whole of the stadium from one side all the way to the middle of another side. Wheelchairs. And a few minutes ago I was thinking that I was burning him. Just a few minutes ago. And a few minutes I was thinking that now there is some, I'm something great. But in just one flash like this. Then I saw I was not anything. I was, neither was I burning in, much less anything else. I was nothing. Which is a very important revelation, Brother Aloysius, that you are what? Zero, nothing. Yeah. Every wife needs to get the revelation. That you are not the head. You are not. N-O-T, not. On different occasions, I've had to remind my wife. Honey, I'm the head of this house. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The most gentle, beautiful. Because, you see, as you are so ordinary at home, and you are so, I mean, you are just blasé, you are just there, and so, you know, you... Yeah, the man, you just see the man. After a while, you, people just think that you are, we are all the same. So once in a while, you need to rise up and say, Hey! <laughs> we are not the same. You are not the head. I am the head. Let me inform you I'm the leader here. Once a while. You need to flex your muscles like the male like Now all the females will relax and say, aha, okay, okay. Let us walk in love from now. Let's walk in love. Let's walk in love. Let's walk in love. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Tell your neighbor, neighbor, Tell me three things that you are not. All right, all right. But how many things are you saying? You are about to say about seven. Just three, just three is okay. All right, all right. Sit down. Now. Verse 10. He was in the world. And the world was made by him. And the world knew him not. Mercy. He came unto his own. And his own received him not. Now, sadly, people that often manufacture things, make things, create the things, are not known. Go to verse 10. By people who use them. Usually, a person who makes something, people do like Sydney. Now we don't know how we, how this place was made, or even this facility that we are in. Somebody, is this Salvation Army something? Hmm? I mean, you, you, most people don't even know who's William William 
Cook. Is it William Cook? William Booth. It's like, I mean, he, we can't even be bothered to know who is salvation. I mean, how did he come? That's how founders are. That's why in places you have statues and they name things, airports. J.F. Kennedy, this airport. That, what is Sydney Airport called? King who? King Ford Smith. He was a pilot? What, why, why, why did they name it after him? Pioneer of aviation. Wow. You, you, you don't even know. You just end up passing by. And <laughs> we just, I never knew there was King's Fort Smith. I said, oh, I'm in Sydney. Isn't it? Now, that can be very costly when it is important to know who and how things came about. That is why in any developed culture, there's a lot of biographies. How many have noticed? People are not even dead, but their biographies are out. Obama, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Nelson Mandela, I mean, huh? Tony Blair, and so on. They write. While they are here, in an advanced society, it's important to know how things came about. And it will guide you. I have met many people. Recently I was with a pastor and he was telling me he is reading the Jimmy Carter Diaries. Jimmy Carter has just released a new book. You know, I mean, because things come about, you, you don't even know how they came about. So, some of you may not know how the church started here. You were not at a camp just like this many years ago when we had a camp. And Pastor Peter came to me alone out of all, I remember him like this. Out of all the people just came. Bishop, I will go to Australia. Nobody responded from that camp. Pastor Obi and all these people were there. They were not moved at all. They were not moved. And that is why we, we, you see, when you don't remember, you make a big mistake. Where Pastor Peter is in India, we have to support him. He has to have a good car. That will not break down in the middle of a Taliban or an uh, 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 Afghanistani, uh, Afghanistani people who may attack him. Amen? Is because you don't know how it was made, that was made. The world was made by him, but the world knew him not. And the 1,000 people that are going to come into this church, huh, they were, you say, Pastor Peter, they say, who is that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? No, we, we, we don't know, Pastor Peter. We don't know. Who is he? Well, but you see, it's very dangerous. Because what happened to Jesus? He came to his own. When you don't know who made you, when the most important person comes to you, you don't even receive. Like there are people who should be here at the camp. They are not here. They don't even know that Lighthouse in Australia, there is a father. The father has come. They will come up with a thousand different excuses why they cannot come. But meanwhile, if it's a funeral, 
or some other activity, they can make a way. When people want to do something, they make a way. When they don't want to do, they make an excuse. True or not true? And then you see the next verse. He came to his own. When he say his own, what belonged to him? Once I went to a camp in a certain country and they didn't, the pastors, some of the pastors didn't come. And I had not been to that country for four years. And I grew wild. And I said, if I have a camp and I come there and you don't come. Because you see, this one you see, it's like a curse. You don't come. You will not be a pastor in this church again. Because you don't even, you are disconnected. You don't even understand what is happening. If the creator of heaven and earth is walking outside here, can you sit in this room listening to Bishop Dag Heward Mills? When the creator of heaven and earth, when John the Baptist saw Jesus, he told John and uh, whatever, James and so on, he said, that's, that's him. Go there. Did you know that? Do you know that some of Jesus' disciples were John's disciples? Two of them. When he saw the light, he said, that's him. Go. That's the real life. But most people don't recognize the most important person that you should recognize. And usually it is at a stage of rebellion. One day I told one of my children, I said, you will grow up to find out that I'm one of the most important people in the world to you. You will grow up to see. But because you are a teenager, that is why you are behaving like this. And, and you are not interested in me. But you know sometimes you, your children get the point, they are not interested in you. And they don't even know whatever you are doing. In fact, you, they, you are the opposite of what they are interested in. You wait, those of you who are cuddling your babies, say, oh, go, 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 go. I'll give you some time. They are growing. Hmm. You will be surprised. You, they look at you and they are not interested in what you are doing. That's when you realize that except the Lord touches their hearts. So I said, one day you see that I'm one of the most important people in your life. When they are little, they are real babies, they love you. They say, Daddy, my daddy, my daddy is stronger than your daddy. My daddy will come for me. My daddy will take me. My daddy this. But as you grow up, they start to look at daddy. That is not so wise. Then at the point they start saying, you are old. I was surprised when my children told me that I was, an, I was old. I didn't believe it. Me, I'm old. Hey! Do I look like an old man to you? You see them on Two phones, Facebook, I, uh, whatever, different things. I, whatever, I, this, I, that. Hey! And you just marvel. And they, they look at you as someone ancient. When we are singing songs, you know, I have my singer Ida, she'll be singing songs. You see, those songs, they are from the 80s and the 70s. I said, look at this. 
But one day you grow up and you know that the most important person walked amongst you and lived among you and spoke, but you didn't recognize him until it was too late. That's what happened to Jesus. It happened to Jesus to happen to his followers. So let us now know who are the important people when they come around in our lives. Can I have an amen from somebody? He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Wow! You are not receiving my message, but you are spending your time listening to Creflo Dollar. And you are a pastor of my church. You are, you are not listening to the right thing. I expect TDJ's pastors of his churches to be soaking in TDJ's and learning what they can learn from him. By you, I expect you to be learning from me. Yeah. I'm saying it very clear. Is it easy to understand? Yeah. Yeah. I don't expect you to be spending your time be receiving from elsewhere. This is where to receive from. Hilda, you understand it? There are a lot of great pastors, great men of God. What's the name of that great pastor in New Zealand you, you just mentioned? Bishop Tamaki. Bishop Samaki. Tamaki. Yeah, I never heard of him. He's a great man of God in New Zealand. Very powerful, great guy. And he has a lot of pastors. He has pastors. Yeah, more than a thousand or something. Yeah, yeah around. A thousand pastors of churches? Yeah, churches all over New Zealand and Australia. Wow. And what's the name of the church? Destiny Church. Destiny Church. I expect Bishop Tamaki's pastors to be soaking in and learning whatever Bishop Tamaki is doing. Because that is his ministry. Or you don't understand how it's working out. It's very easy. I mean, if you've been up to class 3, you should be able to understand it. Ask your neighbor, have you been to class 3? Everybody has his own. He came to his own. There's everybody and his own. And his own must receive him. When his own does not receive him, big trouble is coming. You say you are supporting Benny Hinn's um, crusades. You don't support Healing Jesus crusades. You are supporting Benny Hinn. Ah! Do you understand what you are doing? You are supporting Hillsong Crusades. His own. What, 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 where, where should his own support? Do you know how many Americans support Benny Hinn? Do you know how many uh, uh, Europeans support Bonky? How many people also support me? You are also what I have. So if you who I have, you don't support your own, then we are, what are we going to do next? So it's time for you to know when... when look, go to the verse before. It says, He was in the world. That is, He came around. And the world was made by Him. It was He who even did it. And the people that he made and the people that he organized did not know him. It's very, very wonderful and sad. And the next verse, and 
He came unto his own, and his own received him not. They wouldn't listen to his preaching, his messages. But the, the next verse, which is the famous one that we all listen to for salvation. But as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. So this for Jesus, but I'm, what? Are you comparing yourself to Jesus? No, I'm not comparing myself. You see, don't start getting sick. You're having, you need to have an electroencephalography on your brain to see what is wrong with your thinking. I'm not comparing myself with Jesus, but I'm helping you to understand a whole lot of analogies. The Bible says that you are not greater than your master. If they did that to me, they will do it to you. What they did to Jesus, they do to every pastor. Every pastor experiences this. That's why the pastor will be standing here preaching and you'll be sleeping, yawning. <laughs> and then an idiotic or some other person who just sings some airy message will come here and then you all be awake and be alert and happy receiving. Because the one who comes to his own congregation, you will not receive him as some other visitor. Who is not even caring for you. Just come as a visitor. He has three jokes. He says the three jokes and you are all happy. But the one who is with you all the time. Sharing with you and looking after you. Looking after you. When he comes, you don't receive him. You rather receive a visitor. That's why I say I am the best preacher for my congregation. I am the best preacher for my own. Look. Your breasts are the best breasts for your baby. Once you have a, if you give that to that child, the best food, and I'm speaking as a doctor, the best food for that baby is the milk that comes from your breast. Yeah. The person who gave birth to you is the is divinely God gives the because the breast normally has nothing. You can squeeze your breast after church. Everybody go squeeze your breast and see whether something. There's nothing in it. It's totally dry. It's nothing. It's dry. There's nothing in it. Uh, immediately when we close, every lady go and squeeze your breast. You'll see what I'm saying. It's true. There's nothing in it. But you wait if you like have a child. The thing which had nothing, you wouldn't even know how. You wouldn't even know where. It will fill up. The thing which was flat will now become like an orange. full. And you see milk coming out of it. Why? Because you've had a child. And that child, God has given you an ability to give the child the best thing that he needs. And so when a pastor gives birth to a congregation, this is his own church. He, God divinely gives him words and wisdom and guidance that are very good for them. And that is why if I preach to you, you'll find out that it's the best thing that you need. You don't need Benihin more than you need me. Benihin is great. I listen to I have so much Benihin on my things. I can show you thousands of Benihins. Even I, when I met, I met Benihin the other day, I took my, my, my little gadget and I showed him, him himself when he was preaching about 20, 25 years ago. He couldn't believe it. I told him, these are the best ones. He was amazed. And I said, you should put it back on television. And he called us. He said, come, come and see. Look what he sees. He says, I should put this on television. Can you believe? Small, he was skinny like that without a wife. Yeah. Yeah, I have it. 
But I'm talking about you. You don't belong to Benihin. Benihin has his own. He has a church called OCC, Orlando Christian Center. They belong to him. Oh, you don't understand what I'm talking about? How many have been up to class 3? Or class 4, maybe? <laughs> class 3, 4, maybe class 5. You should be able to understand this. God will anoint you. And God has anointed me for my people. My books are for my people. You can understand it. You can read it. The makana, the tape. You can understand because you belong. He came to his own. But, and, as, and let me tell you, as soon as you start to receive what has been given to you, you receive what? Power. Yeah. Power to become something. When you receive Jesus, you become, receive power to become a son of God. When you receive your own pastor properly, you receive a new power for certain things. One day, I went to a certain church. And I took a special offering for the pastor. And I said, everybody honor your pastor. After the church, the pastor came to me and said, you know, for so many years I've been a pastor in this church. Nothing like this has ever happened. He said, we have guest visitors who come and preach, do all sorts of things. People will bring them. He said, I'll be in the house. The pastor will be in the house with me. People will bring dollars, gifts, baskets, money, different things. Come and give to him. He said, they have never given anything to me. And that visiting minister will not also tell the people that this is the main man. Because the main man in every church is the pastor. He is the one who lays a red carpet for you as a visitor to come and be a star. Look, there is nothing like... The Bible doesn't say because there is no prophet, the people are scattered. He said because there is no shepherd, the people are scattered. Prophets are not what keep us together. Shepherds keep us together. Shepherd is he will stay with you. You are somewhere, but he is with you. You have problems, but he likes you still. He stays with you through your up, your down, your left, your right. He's your pastor. Yeah. For years and years and years and years. Yeah, I have so many members in my church. And people do this, they do that, they do this problem, up, down, marriage, divorce, this one, change, have this, go and fornicate, go and sleep. We are all together. We are like a sheep in one big fold. We will be together till it's over. That's a pastor. But a prophet or these type of hit and run people. <laughs> he comes once powerful. Everybody say, man! What a powerful guy. Then he's gone. He prays for you. Somebody gets healed. The others who don't get healed, he doesn't stay to explain to them anything. Why they didn't get healed. He leaves town before the explanation time comes. <laughs> Do you see those 5,000 cripples who were not healed at the crusade? I left town before they could ask me any questions. <laughs> hey! I ran away, I tell you. I said, man, I cannot answer this question. Because <laughs> I, I was not there as their pastor. I was just an evangelist. Hey, that crusade was fantastic. 
ambulances and the dead was raised. The dead were raised. A lady came with her baby. She took the baby to uh, 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 the clinic. They told her, your child is dead. And she brought the child to the crusade. The child came back to life. The whole stadium was amazed. The next day, they brought more dead people to the crusade. For me to raise them. What am I going to do? Because I know that I'm just what? A man. So when I got on stage, they took me. They, they said I should come. And the stage was very big. So I had to walk with them like this. Because I couldn't see them. When I walked, they ride them down by the stage. There was a man lying there, covered in a white bed sheet. Like this, up to his chest. For me, they brought him specially. They were waiting for hours in my hotel. They were waiting for me to come and raise this man in front of a hundred thousand people. Hey! And I looked across and I saw different cars, ambulance, red cross signs, different one here, one here, around the state. Red cross, ambulances, ambulance, ambulance, so many ambulances with so many cripples. Hey! What am I going to do? I prayed for the people. We had some miracles. And I told the security guard, let's go. <laughs> no time for explanations. <laughs> Explanation is in the book, Signs and Wonders. Go and read it. <laughs> so you should, you should re- look, pastors are the best. You can, a pastor. You know, that's why when I come to a church, I always establish the pastor who is there. It is not easy to be a pastor because you have to explain complicated problems. You see, and the best pastors do nothing. They just listen. Because there's nothing they can do. If they were to ask you or start to solve the problem as it should be solved, huh? You'll be surprised. You you even be out just now. Some of you will be diagnosed as wizards, witches. So so that the person looks at you and decides not to diagnose you. Say, I, I, not, I don't want to think too much about this case. <laughs> if I think about it, no, I will diagnose you as a witch. So he just look at you and say, oh, let us pray, let us pray. Shabaya. <laughs> But you see, gradually, gradually, people who are not doing well, they start doing well. That's what I've seen. They, they do better as the years go by. Yeah. And as for me, I prefer you to start with problems and improve than to start excellently. You are coloring. You get a prize for coloring. get a prize for... Huh? So many things you are getting the prizes. Then when it gets to a certain point, no prize again. Listen. Are you there? Okay. Okay, now we continue. What's the next verse? Verse 13. Which were born not of blood nor of the will of man. 
Not the will of flesh, but the will of man, but of God. Now the Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld His glory. Amen. Amen. We beheld His glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father. Full of grace and truth. Amen. Amen. Now, the Word became flesh. Now, this is the job of a pastor. is for the Word that is theoretical to become practical. That is why people follow pastors who are also practically successful. Because the Word can sound theoretical, but it has to become flesh for people to be able to see, oh, okay, you can stay married to one woman. That's the word becoming flesh. That it is possible to stay to, with one person. No matter the troubles that you see. You can. You can. Yes. Say, I can. I can. Say, I can, do. I can do. I can do all. I can do all things. Amen. I can. I can marry one man, even if, even if he's not romantic. Even if he's not caring. Even if he's not caring. Even if he doesn't ask, Hello, my lady. Hi, my baby. You can. Even if he doesn't make tea for you. I make, I make tea for my wife. I make tea for my wife. But, well, if, if, I was, if you were my wife and I made tea for you, you may not even notice it. You may assume that everybody makes tea for everybody. Yeah. You see, when you have something, you don't even know you have it anymore. It's fantastic. It's amazing. Stupendous. I can. I can do. I can do all. I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. I can. The word has to become reality. Yeah. That's why, pastors, we have to try. When they say, don't fornicate. You have to try to live with one woman and have sex with one person. Hey! Regularly. A good pastor, you have to have sex. A lot of sex. Hey! You you think I'm joking? You joke with it and you find yourself sleeping with other people. 
You see, because, 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 one day, <laughs> I was traveling, and my father-in-law suggested something. Oh, I don't know whether he suggested or he was, he, he, he said, when we are traveling, he said we, we should eat before we go. He said, when you eat, then on the journey, when you see all kinds of things being sold on the way, you don't even feel like eating. What is that? What's that? We have something called abodo in Ghana. I don't know if you know what it is, but I, I don't know what it's made of. It's some kind of thing. They sell it in leaves. They sell crabs on the way. They sell red, some red shrimps. They sell um, oranges, groundnuts, plantain. Uh, everything is for eggs. You can have boiled eggs with pepper in it. Pepper, egg with pepper in it. <laughs> I mean, every kind of thing is being sold on the way. Yeah. You can do shopping, bread, different, 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 different things. And you see, it's because you are hungry. Maybe in Australia, you'll be by stopping by McDonald's. McDonald's is not a good food to eat. It's made out of cow ears, the, the, the meat, cow ears, the lips, the tongue, the different, they mix everything. Cow lips, it's made out of cow lips and ears and so on. That's what I hear. Yeah. Kentucky fried chicken. A chicken without feathers. It grows without feathers. <laughs> what type of chicken? Within a short time, something that should have grown, taking a long time. You get it? Just half time. <laughs> you, can you imagine somebody this tall? He said, how old is I'm five years old. Hey! What type of person is it? Tall like this. Chicken without feathers, cow lips and ears and eyes that have been ground together. That's why they don't call it Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore because it's not real chicken. Hey, it's KFC. No game. Chips with are not chips. Have you seen how can all the chips be the same size? It's powder that they make. They are not real chips. Anyway, maybe what I'm saying is not true, but that's what I've heard. I've heard I've, all these things. I mean, I've heard chicken without feathers, suddenly grown up big, fat. You see the fat laboratory. That's where the source of all these cancers and so on that are coming. You know, they are the cause of all these things. You don't know what you are even eating. So you eat properly at home. Chicken which is not allowed to move. Since it was born, it stands at one place. <laughs> it stands at one place, getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It has not moving one step. <laughs> oh, human beings, we are too greedy. We like money too much. <laughs> hey! Because if it moves, it will use energy and the weight will go down. So it's standing in one place like that. Every day, just growing, 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 growing. Hey! Can it be a normal chicken? Yeah. That's why whenever I go for a party or when they give me chicken, I don't eat the chicken. So with this chicken, I don't like it. Imported chicken. Chicken that is dangerous animals. That's why now that you go, they say, these are free-range chicken. 
free-range eggs. It's like the, the chicken has been allowed to move around. Like it moves in Africa. <laughs> African chickens. <laughs> so when you have eaten and you are full, huh? when you are eating and you are full, and you see all these deadly foods on the way, you just say, no, I don't, sorry, I don't need that. So you have to practice. That's why I got married. Because I wanted to have sex. I married because I wanted to have sex. It was one of my main... I can be honest with you. Don't tell anybody, but between you and I, you know, <laughs> between you and I, I can tell you, it's one of the main reasons why I got married. I wanted to have sex. <laughs> I know it doesn't sound so spiritual, but you know, that was the reality. <laughs> I need a wife. I need a wife. Yeah. Some people don't need one, but I need one. I don't know about you, but I need one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you there? Are you still around? Yeah. So you see, you need somebody to practically do the things. And that's why, so the word, that is what Christianity is about and being in the ministry. The practical difficulties of life, you learn how to do them. And that's why we talk about sex. People think, you know, we are just, you know, whatever. No, it's not, we are not being vulgar. We are being real. These are the real problems. And you see that, you see a man walking around. You haven't had sex for two weeks. Two weeks, no sex. Why? And you are lying by your wife. Are you dead? Are you dead? Uh. brother and sister or what? You have converted your marriage into something else. And before you realize some other shrimp is attracting the person moving around, she's smiling so nice. Hey! And you see, before the, the, the brother is looking. Meanwhile, you've got a nicer one in the house. Yeah. There's food at home you didn't eat. Now you come to the church, you are seeing some chips around. Chicken that has been standing in one place for a long time and has grown big. <laughs> and that is the one you want to eat. Huh? Full of chlamydia trachomatis. Full of happy simplest type 2. Full of Neisseria gonococcus. These are the ones you want to eat. Vagina swimming with bacteria. These are the ones you are going to look for when you have a clean one in the house. Did you hear what I'm saying? I said, when you have a clean one in the house, you are looking for something full of viruses, bacteria, parasites, incurable diseases. These are the vaginas you are looking for.
with traces of blood and hepatitis B virus. I've not even mentioned human immunovirus HIV. Type 1, 2, 3, 4. Swimming there. And these are what you are going to kiss. You are joking. The word must become practical. People are not practical. And you are not realistic. And when we are preaching practical messages, you are criticizing me. And you are telling me that I am vulgar. You are fixed like a frog. You say I am vulgar when I am talking about practical things. Practical messages. The word, the word has to become flesh. 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 You say I am vulgar. When I am preaching practical messages. You say I am vulgar. A young, a young person like you, you will not marry, you are just lasting after girls. Watching pornography. Watching people jumping all over the television. When you could have been jumping yourself, you could have been doing the jumping. You could have been doing the jumping. You could have been doing the jumping. You have to stop. And the word was made flesh. Flesh. Ordinary. And real. You have to be real. People don't like real things. They want us to just every look perfect. Everything is. It is not like that in real life. You have to solve the problem. You have to be open. Talk about real. What I'm feeling. This is my problem. And when you say your problem. One day. A certain brother. He went to see a certain priest. And he told the priest, I have a big problem. And he described all this fornication, this and that. And when he finished, the priest said, Brother, your problem is my problem also. And you have the same problem. Let, let, us, let us hold hands and pray together. <laughs> Let us pray together. Let us pray together. Let us pray together. Oh. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So I want you to be a practical Christian who is solving problems practically. Be open financially. You have to overcome financial for people to see that you are successful financially. It's possible. It's possible to, to do well. It's possible not to, not to owe money. It's possible to live here and prosper. Possible. And, and when you do that, you see, then the word is becoming flesh. And practical. People are seen. It's possible to go to school. That's why I went to school. I went to medical school. I passed medical school. Seven years of it. It's not just, you know, 
I just said, oh God, there's something. I went to school. I finished the school, passed the exams, finished what I had to do. I married my wife. I stayed with her. I've had children. Carry on. All the troubles I've had all. If only you have time to hear troubles. I can tell you. Nobody knows the troubles I've seen. Hey, Shabaya! But through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. Hallelujah! I miss my Ida. She would have sung a song right now, you know. <laughs> next time, next time. Hey! Are you there? Are you ready to become practical, obedient, reality people? Yeah, flow in real things. You want to become a great man of God, you have to soak in. We have said it practically. This is what to do. The Word, and the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word. God is the Word. As I'm speaking, is the Word. Is God is coming to you to change you. To change you. Yeah, I'm giving you God. I'm preaching. I'm giving you God. God is coming into you. God is changing. God is doing something to you. Some of you ladies, you look so nice when you come out here. But you are not so nice in real life. You are not so nice in real life. Some of you are so wicked. You are, you are, not, you are not nice. You are, you are not kind. You are not kind. You are not kind at home. You are not kind at home. You are not, you are not patient. You, are, you don't smile at your house. The smile is for us in the, in the church. But in the house, your, your face is like this. So what I'm saying, I want you to become real, yeah. practical, real people. Thank you, Bishop. Yeah. Okay. Listen, listen. Some of you, you slept with this and sleep with that. Sleep with this, sleep with that. From today. From today. Tell your neighbor. Look. Look. Tell your neighbor. I know you. I know you. It, this is it. It's over. It's over. No more. But you see, if you are not practical, you cannot overcome it. Because you see, there is such a strong desire. Yeah. So you have to get somebody to manifest those desires on. Shabaya. And those of you on whom those desires are being manifest must allow the desires to be manifested on you. Receive. You can mention my name in the room. When you say, the Bishop said, Bishop said, open up right now, open up right now. Bishop said, now, open up now. Thank <laughs> you.